Hello, welcome back. It's episode 12 of the Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders, and I'm Carl, and I'm joined again by Simon. Hi, Carl. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not bad, mate. Uh, all good. This quiet-ish time of year. Um, obviously, this will be, once it gets out to you, our first podcast for 2020. Uh, that sounds horrible. It does, it, it does. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so obviously we're going to, um, have a little bit of a sort of, a review of 2019 and a preview of 2020 this week. Um, so we got a bit of news in a minute for our various things we're getting up to in the near future. Um, so then we're leading to a look at the year gone by in legion and all these new toys um and then follow that with uh, what we know about 2020 and maybe a little guess or two at some things we don't know um yeah and then we'll uh, yeah roll on to our more regular feature of uh, this is the way and talk about speeder bikes because we haven't done that yet no um, and then, of course, Simon will give us some news on some upcoming events. So lots to cram into this one. Um, all ready to go, mate? Yeah, all ready, mate. Ideal. Ready, ho. So we will do a bit of news. Well, what do you know? Okay, so... Um, we obviously haven't had much official news at this time of year because obviously everyone's off on their holidays as to be expected um but we have got a few bits from us um obviously we're gonna continue with this podcast on a weekly basis um for 2020 so that's good there we've um recently had our first dabble with uh, TTS and streaming it on our Twitch channel, which um, do we want to talk about that a bit, Simon, for a minute? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah that... so instead of the last podcast, we uh, we did a live stream on Tabletop Simulator, and I think that's something we, me and Carl would like to do a bit more of. Um, yeah. It's also now available on YouTube, on the House of Chaos yeah. YouTube channel as well so um what we did was we went through a learn to play game so anyone that's got that core box set for Christmas that listens to us um if you want to go check out the YouTube channel you can watch the video of it there and it's just a nice go through of the core Clone Wars core box set uh but still applicable for the Civil War box set as well and Basically, um, we go through just a basic trainer game of what's in the box. Yeah, um, yeah, did keep it relatively simple, played on a sort of simple map so that can sort of emulate your kitchen table or something like that. That was part of the plan um, and the barricades in the box, obviously, so it yeah. didn't get too complicated. Um, but yeah, go check that one out. Obviously, we'll... Um, dabble into some more larger games and more advanced games as time passes but uh, yeah that's on our list of things to do um 
obviously likewise we'll continue um over on the house of chaos group um with our unboxings we're trying to sort of fill in all the gaps that we've missed and uh, yeah. get most of the stuff on there and we're we're making decent progress um again we might have some more on youtube but we're gonna keep that a secret for a week or two more um and that will become apparent later um yeah and obviously we're um gonna go to a couple of uh, events simon in the near future aren't we we've got yeah four. We, we've got yeah. Paw, um, where myself and Carl are demoing Legion yeah. um, on the Saturday, the 1st of February at the yeah. Plymouth Annual War Games convention um, held in Plymouth in the UK. So we are looking forward to that one. We're going to have a um, couple of starter sets, aren't we, Carl? Yeah, yeah. All the starter um, boxes, basically. So both and, starter boxes. Yeah. Along and play, um, feel free to come and see us. So, we're looking forward to that. And then, on at the end of February, on the 29th, yeah, yeah, we've got our first little local tournament. Which, um, tickets will be up fairly imminently. We are getting there, but it's all, all set for the 29th. So, um, hopefully, we'll see some of the more local crowd at that one. So, Venues all booked. Yeah. Um, you know, Just, we we've got a draft of the uh, of the rules pack. Yeah, fairly straightforward, obviously, as you know, yeah. a standard tournament if you're used to them. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, we will um, hope to see a few new faces as well, and you know, see, see some more players. So exactly. Um, yeah. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, pretty much. Right? I think that's our news um covered for this week um and we will hopefully get some official news very soon for some new products and when we're going to get them so oh yes yeah can't be long it's getting impatient but, uh, <laughs> yeah right so shall we roll on into our review of 2019 in legion and Twenty nineteen, I would say, was a pretty good year for Legion. It is um, obviously the sort of second year. The the initial stuff was twenty eighteen, um, and obviously it's grown and gone strength to strength, really. In in my opinion, um, definitely. I think yeah. it's you know become one of the best sort of tabletop games out there. I would hasten to say because yeah. That the mechanics of the game and everything are just really clean. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it is a really good game. The yeah. models, the models are getting better and better. Um, you know what initially put me off the game back in 2018 was the sculpts of like hand that we saw that weren't very good. Um, but now they're just getting. I mean, you, you take Count Dooku for example. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah, can't do much better there, and I think they said that, wasn't it, that that was as far as they could push that, yeah. that um, particular medium, and that's why Battle Droids became hard plastic, and we're going to see a lot more of that, 
so that's promising but that's for the future so um yeah 2019 brought us um a raft of reinforcements for the the rebels and the imperials um mainly certainly to start did. With, wouldn't it so where should we start now should, should we go through the rebel ones and then the imperial ones maybe to keep it kind keep of it separate for the year yeah. um so, so yeah. uh we started at the end of January. Yeah. And the end of January brought us the Rebel Specialists pack, um, which was the uh, Rebel Captain, the Rebel uh, R5 Astromech Droid, the uh, Medical Droid, and the Comms Technician. Comms guy. Yeah. Um, which, you know, changed the game the way we play the game completely i think because it gave medical droids were very the good droids were very good <laughs> and Especially still are with very snipers good. yeah um yeah but it, they did add a, another facet to it and another option in your unit builds wasn't it yeah but, and they uh, also added another set of command cards yeah which is, um you know another set of generic command cards yeah which is nice um yeah. so then moving into the end of february and it was a very Rogue One inspired February for the Rebels with uh, Jin Erso as our first commander and of that year and uh, the Pathfinders to go with her. Yeah. For a special troops option. Um, unfortunately, don't see a massive amount of play the Pathfinders and Jin, not on the certainly not on the competitive scene. Um, however, I believe there was some in the world at one point, wasn't there, I think? Uh, maybe it was, there was some. I think, Kyle, I think uh, Kyle Dornboss brought them to Worlds with him, Ooh, which was, yeah, quite soon after uh, they came out, obviously. So they still I had that bit of a wow factor. Yeah. Um, but this is our first unit that came with the infiltrate mechanic. Um, yeah, that was a nice new addition, wasn't it? We're yeah, exactly. We're seeing that now. Um, and we're seeing a bit twist. more of that. So yeah. then we go to uh, June was the mm. next release for the Rebels. And uh, more, one of my personal favourites. and yeah, um, Definitely mine. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely Carl's personal favourite. Uh, we got our, our semi-Mandalorian from Star Wars <laughs> Rebels, uh, Sabine Wren, joined um, yeah. the Rebel team as an operative. Uh, that was at the end of June. Um, and then we went to the Rex 2nd August. around somewhere, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the X-34, sorry, which was actually uh, the 25th of April. So just before yeah. the actually. Sorry, Carl. Um, the X-34 Landspeeder. So Luke's Landspeeder was made available. Um, again, it's a nifty bit of kit for the Rebels. Yes. Uh, um, still want to see more of it played, but uh, that's going to be one of my things for 2020, I think, is going to yeah. get that finished. Um, so then we go on to the 2nd of August, and this was where this I was, got completely hurt yeah. with Legion, unfortunately, or fortunately. <laughs> um, the Rebel Veterans and the Tauntaun Riders came out. Yeah. 
then the um, world changed. Um, that yeah. changed. Well, it's changed the world completely, but it yeah. also meant that I leaped into Legion because yeah. those Torn Torn models are absolutely superb. Um, and yeah, so much so I've got three three um, units of three Rebel Torn Torn. They are particularly good at this yeah. current phase of the game but that's yeah. for another discussion <laughs> but it uh, certainly is. yeah we'll save that for later yep uh and, and then the only other thing that we've had for the uh rebels um well for everyone really was the the upgrade car pack yeah which yeah we'll hit that in a bit we'll, we'll hit that in a bit something. yeah so that was your rebels, and again mirroring really the imperial stuff. Um, we started with the specialists. Um, you know, it was a straight up one for one, wasn't it? You know, it so was, yeah. Commander, medic, and astromech and comms. Um, now we had my kind of go-to with uh, Krennic and the Death Troopers early on. Um, which yeah i kind of got and have stuck with for most of my legion gaming so yeah um definitely so they, a big thing for me there yeah they came out at the end of march yeah i've completely convinced it was before that but uh obviously time was yeah <laughs> used me completely time has um, moved on this yeah year. yeah definitely um we had shortly after then the tx 225 occupier tank which i uh did dabble with quite a lot in the early days as well that was a, a lovely bit of kit um and again that was like their rogue one sort of sweep yeah it was we saw the occupy sort of tank thing. in rogue one yeah. and it was in rogue one yeah death troopers were in yeah. rogue one yeah um but again yeah all, all good additions at, at the particular time as well when they and and sort of still are yeah especially chronic obviously he's quite yeah uh, so yeah then we followed on there with bosk as well so um yeah this is kind of where i landed um middle of the year with the old krennic bosk lists and throwing tanks in yeah kind of why a lot of that happened i think um and he again was a, a great addition a cheaper cheaper way of getting bounty and some really fun cards and whatnot um and again, we kind of saving some of the best for last in a way. Um, we had the Shore Troopers turn up um, around the same time as those Rebel Vets, um, which gave us the emplacement option. And then people discovered comms relays and all this chaos begun to uh, get stuck together. Form the matter. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously they were meant to have uh, a Jubak with them, which mm -hmm. kind of went a little bit wrong. But we did get it in the end, so <laughs> they are here we now. Did. But um, uh, it was some four months or something by the time they put the right bases in the boxes after they made a bit of a mess with that. But um, we've got them now. So yeah, they were one of the most recent bits. They were, yeah, they're still still very new and to be figured out for me but um great things so lovely models um yeah so so that was our imperial stuff um one kind of in between was the 
the damned ATST kit, the scenery kit, and the yeah. uh, narrative kind of uh, scenario. Still haven't got to play that. Must do that sometime. But um, I think it is that kind of thing. It you know not being a competitive scenario, I suppose, made it a bit of a, a niche product. But yeah. nonetheless, it's a good thing, and it it does look good on the table. Uh, one release that came out that I didn't put in our list of releases mm. for the Imperials because it was a limited run. Oh yeah, uh, was the Star Wars Celebration Darth Vader? Yeah um which is yeah. a fantastic looking model and if you ever get to get your hands on one then yeah yeah very You're a very lucky person yes definitely <laughs> so um and again there was another one of those but we'll come to that one later um yeah so, so that was our imperial year and you know that that kind of filled out a lot of options again so um so much more you can do with them now than you could with just you know lots of stormtroopers and beers and whatever yeah um yeah so it's definitely all been pluses for me on that side um yeah same here and obviously then the the big thing um mid-year was you know we knew the clone wars was coming and there was going to be two new armies so we got a load of that stuff. Um, September, October, 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 October. Early October, yeah. we got the Clone Wars corset, uh, yeah. the Phase One clone troopers, and the B One battle droids. Yeah, uh, they became available to purchase worldwide. Um, there were some people that got it a bit earlier. I think some people got it in September. Yeah, there was, and there um, was some at one of the conventions much yeah. earlier. But, wasn't there? But, but the worldwide release. For it was the 18th of October, yeah, uh, and that also changed the world. Yeah, for, uh, doubled uh, doubled the amount of armies, doesn't it? And um, yeah, I, I think the one thing I'm taking from it at the moment is how how well they've managed to sort of balance and keep different these four armies. And yes, it, you know because it is quite hard to have a a game that's got two fairly well developed with lots of options and then have two with not a lot of options but you know as we've seen in the right hands they can still do well with a, a limited set of stuff so yeah you know what can. the future holds for them is um another thing entirely um yeah so yeah there will be a lot more and then we didn't have to wait too long no november um, the 1st we had the uh, the next part of the core of the core set, so you could get yeah. them in the core set. But now, then they came out as their own unit box. So we then got the Bark Speeder and the Droidicus yeah. on the first of November. Yeah, and um, swiftly following them, two weeks later was um, Rex and Dooku. Yeah, which again, with those added to those core things, um, yeah, it's definitely made both armies very good i mean rex is incredible for clones and he is um, dooku certainly can be for the separatists as well um and around there of course we had the um the nice to see uh upgrade card pack that we mentioned wasn't it so good for everyone if you uh wanted a few of those cards that you know they made a way for you to get them without buying tons of boxes of stuff you're not 
necessarily going to play, etc. Which yeah is is generally not great in a lot of these games. So um, that's a good thing, and definitely hope to see see them use that a bit more in the future when it comes to cards and you know different things like like they do in X Wing if you like and things like that. Um, yeah you can add to existing stuff with the new card and I think it won't be long before they go down that that route of thought somewhere. Um yeah, so so yeah, we've had quite a lot of stuff. There was even more that didn't quite make, make it. Make it, yeah. So Carl, uh, what was yeah. your top my top that come oh, out from Legion this year? It's a really, really tough one, Matt. Um in a weird way, I suppose it's kind of Krennic for the amount I've played and I've kind of got used to playing Krennic and I love the, you know, the Annihilation Looms and all that Compel yeah. and all those sorts of things. Um, and of course it does tie with Death Troopers and, you know, that, that whole thing. But it's so hard to say, actually, because um, Bosk definitely for the first few games I found great fun probably more than any other thing just because of the silly lying in wait and you know yeah. loads of aim tokens um but yeah uh yeah it is so hard to to call but i think i think i probably would have to say krennic i think for for me but, um, yep yeah what what for you then because yeah there's quite a i i think i know what it is but <laughs> you know there are still some good choices on your side of the uh board there as well so there are there are mate um i mean my top choice would obviously be the tauntons they are a fantastic sculpt fantastic unit um and they are this sort of almost this glass cannon sort of unit that are really, really good. Um, but very close behind them, like with you, very, very close behind them is Sabine. I absolutely love Sabine. Um, I love the explosives that she's got. Yeah. Uh, I love her legacy of the Mandalore, which is an amazing um, command card. Um, I've had loads of fun playing her in the uh, Luke sabine uh 380 rt list that i've been yeah. running recently um lovingly known as crisscross um it yeah so yeah i'll say yeah that, that i think both of them for me is is up there for your rebels and yeah that x34 land speeder as well after my recent dabbles was um yeah. has, has proved to be a highlight for me not that i play rebels much but but when I did, it was very good fun. <laughs> um, and obviously, I mean, the clone, the whole Clone Wars thing, I mean, we, yeah. we're sort of still dipping into that a bit. We haven't played masses, but um, I, I think for me, Dooku jumps out, out of all of it. Um, uh, for me, the uh, the jump out for, uh, for me is Rex. For them, <laughs> it, he's just so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. His mechanics are brilliant. The... Uh, the the idea of having like a little scout squad is just superb. Yeah, um, you know this scouting party, which just just takes you into Star Wars, um, Clone Wars, the you know the animated series just so well. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, 
yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, all of it though. I, I don't think there's been something I would put down as bad, if you know what I mean. I, I mean, you know, even the damned ATST, I can see some people maybe weren't keen because it's not mega useful, but it's still a damn good bit of Star Wars scenery um, at the end of the day. So it's a lovely bit of Star Wars scenery. So no, no complaints, I think. Um, and, and you know, game wise as well. Um, they, you know, a few things happened. Um, there was the whole points update, and you know, I, I think that's only really a good thing in the long run because some of the things were overcosted, etc. Um, yeah, but but it definitely has improved the state of the game. Obviously, I'm I'm certainly sure there's still one or two things that they've got eyes on and other things. I'm looking at you, Tauntauns, and probably sure, you, Shore Troopers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know how long your day in the sun will be, but um, I do get the feeling they might be in line down down the road when uh, when we get another update. But um, I think but, they yeah. will. Mm. But I, nonetheless, I... though, they have been quite minimal um, changes, and there hasn't been anything to outrageous i suppose um yeah from my perspective anyway you know it's um it's been smaller tweaks rather than complete upheaval wasn't it you know so and the only other thing we've missed that's happened in legion this year mm. is uh the designers gave us the wonderful skirmish rules late this year well, yeah that's another good addition isn't it yeah which uh, is really nice to be able to, you know, especially for us to be able to get new people in. Yeah, um, smaller start, and it it yeah marries up with the core box purchase, doesn't it? Quite it well. Does. Um, so you know, yeah, definitely um, props for that one because uh, you know there there are certainly other people out there that would have made a ten fifteen pound book out of that with a few more pages. So you know, yeah can't complain um a nice little pdf that everyone can download it's uh yeah a big plus there it is a uh, massive massive plus yeah uh, and obviously thinking outside the box in the um competitive world you know um tts has grown invader league has definitely grown um the first world championships did happen although it did. Yeah, they weren't exactly um world championships because there weren't that many people in some may say um but nonetheless it was good viewing and there was you know at the time some some good armies and some good lists that maybe weren't expected as well which was nice to see yeah but uh, obviously the the upcoming 2020 world championships will be an entirely different ball game because there's oh yeah have your eye on how many people going to that one rather than was it 16 or was it eight it was an invite only type thing the first one yeah it was it was an invite only and it was american invites pretty much yeah I, i think it was all you know whether there really just hadn't been uh, rally points and primes anywhere else had there, I yeah. think, at, at that stage. So, um, you know, that's that's come along, and uh, obviously that should hopefully grow as well, and hopefully a few more 
stores will pick these things up over this side of the sea and you know there'll be a few more events and the ones that have done shout out to Curtin, keep it going because yeah we'll, we'll be going to him so, <laughs> yeah um yeah so yeah much more legion to come so yeah conclude 2019 is good i think so 2020 let's have a little preview and haven't we yeah oh yes so obviously the recent news um we knew a lot of stuff got put back so we've got an awful lot to look forward to in january um especially um and a few other bits sort of february march april time so we will finally get our um rebel and imperial operatives of luke skywalker and darth vader which um is going to be a nice addition to the game definitely and all those new cards master of the force Uh, yeah um so there's there's going to be a lot a lot to figure out there and and, um yeah those those six command card vader lists and such you know just you you're all in on one thing i can't wait it's it's gonna be quite entertaining i think um so yeah definitely look forward to them and obviously then we've got um i personally am gonna call this one as gonna be the biggest game changer and the smallest piece is Mm -hmm. r2d2 yeah i (laughs) more readily do yeah (laughs) i think he's gonna be a big big change in the next few months when he lands because he's so cheap and he's so good for what he does um uh, i think you're mad not to um you know the rebel and um Republic, obviously, as well, because yeah, both. obviously, I'm not quite sure on C3PO as such yet, but um, he'll be in the box as well. So, with the crashed escape pod, um, so yeah, I think that's that's in January. We've got um, that big old Imperial bunker is meant to be January now, isn't it? Which I, I think will follow the um downed atsd theme it'll be a relative yeah. pack but again another good bit of decent sized star wars scenery so you know it's um I, I understand those that won't go for it but i also see those those that will because uh, you know it's just gonna make your table look pretty good um definitely yeah, and then our our final bit that's been delayed was our four trooper upgrade packs. Um, so that's for our rebel troopers, our storm troopers, our battle droids, and our clone troopers. Um, especially, obviously, the rebel one from a model perspective is probably the most exciting with the crazy aliens. But they're yeah. all gonna. They're all going to add another decision into your list building and your squad building, uh, which I'm looking forward to the DLT 20As. Yeah, um, you know, I think it's just another good thing to have and and more options is is always a plus for me. So um, very much looking forward to them. 
and then I suppose we're we do a bit of um, Clone Wars stuff to catch those guys up, aren't we? In in February, hopefully, which is uh, B two Battle Droids Phase Two Clone Troopers. Yep. Um, the shiny saber tank for the clones oh. and that big old AAT battle tank for the droids, which um, yeah, rather keen to get hold of because it's uh, <laughs> a great model so I, I think February is going to be a, a good month for those new factions definitely an expensive month but a good month yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the next couple of months are going to sting a bit somehow but um, we will find a way um, yeah so and then of course the most recent things the vital assets the new missions um, have have got a March date on the FFG site along yeah. with the Clone Wars paint sets um, and then April they've got against um, Aiden and Cassian the sort of operative packs that they've just shown off finally so um, you know that's that's what we do know up until April ish um, hopefully we don't get too many delays and crazy problems. Um, no more debacles, etc. Yeah, no we more hope. debacles. Um, but uh, yeah, that that is all you know. Exciting stuff, exciting times, and obviously this is all that they have officially told us. That um, it's absolutely guaranteed they're working on more and probably have already finished more by the time you know we're talking now they they do work a fair way in advance so i'm expecting to see some more things trickle out once the once the new year sort of once we get conventions and events going on i think we'll see one or two more sneak peeks pretty soon um, well, i think i think we will i think by sort of near the end of january we'll start yeah. seeing some more coming out yeah um because obviously we've got lvo upcoming yeah, so las vegas open yeah yeah um, might be a bit there um and obviously the worlds is in march, march isn't it so um I, I certainly think there will be a bit going on and a bit given away there um some of the flagship shows of the year i guess so um i expect some big announcements out on that um yeah so um anything particularly jumping to mind i mean I, I certainly think um though the other options for the new armies you know their operatives and their special forces must be kind of the next things on the the giveaway train if you like that, that's my thinking um so one of the things i want to uh C is the uh, the stap for the droids. Yes, yeah. I think that would be amazing. Um, I also want to see ATRTs for the clones. Yeah, oh, I want to see. I can see that soon. I want to see clone ATRTs definitely, and like I said, the staps for the uh, yeah for the droids because yeah. I just think they'll be amazing. I'm not sure, what they would fall into is that would they be a support? Maybe. I reckon there'd be a support factor yeah. option. So two support options, two new support yeah. options. Um, and again, I'd like to see the stats in maybe 
sort of a bit like the Droidicas. So you obviously you've yeah. got two. I'd like to see Air the stats maybe. maybe in two or threes, twos even. Or threes, yeah. You know, just to keep that theme of the droid army being like this this yeah, horde so, so more than than anything. rather than one big model kind of yeah um i yeah i, I think I'm, I, i'm probably digging a bit but i do have a suspicion that you know that there may end up being things more away from um, normality if you like in the future you know thinking like aliens and the whole sub-faction thing I, I do wonder if that's nearer than we think maybe yeah to part of the year um something like that would be interesting to see i mean just trying to think now what what they could get out um I know people will be crying for a Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that would be a, a probable shout for the Separatist operative. Darth um, Maul. I also think possibly someone like Aura Singh we might see. Yeah. As an operative. Uh, I, um, I think I know the, the answer to the world probably saying Cad Bane, but I think he might be a bit further down the line. But, um, yeah, I think so, possibly uh, as well. Going back to the, uh, you know, going back to the Civil War era um, and your Rebels and your Imperials, um, I'd quite like to see some more of, um, I'd quite like to see some different versions of maybe uh, Leia, maybe as an operative. Mm, Yeah, Um, I, I think the likes of, Lando is and Lando. sooner and possibly you know other characters but yeah I do think yeah. you know those uh, especially like Han as well I think he could do with the, a few more cards maybe Chewie you know may, maybe it's a card thing they need to do but yeah yeah, uh, well, I think that could be and another thing obviously <laughs> I'd like to see is sort of some more of the bounty hunters Dengar possibly yeah yeah, I'm never uh, going to say no to more bounty hunters. IG88. Now, yeah, now a nig. I'm going to say, are they going to have a Mandalorian? What, a unit of Mandalorian? Well, <laughs> either that or the Mandalorian as controversial, potentially rebel bounty hunter. Possible, yeah, yeah. That's my thinking. And now, I, there is some crazy logic behind this. Um, listening to one of, I think it was a live stream with Alex Davey and um, Luke Eddy, and they were sort of asked about, you know, how do you decide what you're going to make? Um, and they did mention, you know, all the different people that they answer to and that. You know, Andrew Navarro, the head of FFG, says, oh, I think we should make that. So, you know, they design the rules for it, you know, and it it comes from outside as well. So sort of Disney, Lucasfilm, etc. Now, you know, they're going to be pushing their new stuff sooner or later, aren't they? So, of course. And and I'm not going to spoil it, but obviously as the Mandalorian sort of out there now, um, yeah, it was rather good, is all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I don't think that'll be far away. Um, well, I've just I've just, just got on to season uh, four, five, um, episode five, yeah, of it. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, the uh, yeah, you're in the middle of it, I suppose, isn't you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah. I also think the uh, the Imperial stroke rebel um, girl from the Mandalorian would be Courage, any chance? Yeah. yeah, I've just had a little pop up from behind the glass about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll be the first one in the queue there for that one. I'm afraid. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll join that fan club definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, that was. Uh, a good addition to that show definitely so i mean she was an amazing yeah yeah and and, and the ig unit in it as well obviously going back to what um what we were saying um previously about you know previous ig uh, the ig unit in the, the first episode of that show oh, ig11 yeah um and also, there, there are the droids in it somewhere, but no spoilers. I'm not sure if you're up to that bit or not. So no, <laughs> we'll, yeah, not we'll come back to that at a future date. But um, but I did think have it that be up to date by the end of the uh, end of next yeah, week. So there is just so much in it though that, that I could see getting drawn on um, from from every episode, and especially the last one. Um, yeah. yeah. So that there's definitely a few things in there I could see on a legion table. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, Another thing I'd like to see for the uh, for the droid faction certainly is a another commander, um, yeah. but possibly like not so much a generic, but in the first um, in episode one, you had the separatist sort of gunship, didn't you? And you had like the guy with the goggle eyes and that that was sat there, sort of controlling the droid army. Yeah, I think something like him as a cheaper, you know, a cheaper sort of commander for them. I know he wasn't a fighting commander. Yeah, just as that kind of yeah, playoff versus rebel officer and imperial officer sort of yeah level of commander yeah but i think they need it because i think then you could expand even more on that whole yeah the um, board thing board faction yeah yeah definitely yeah and obviously i i do think down the line that they would obviously need some more generic command cards and things somewhere for almost for parity's sake isn't it yeah. so that's the the natural <laughs> um Thing and from behind the glass, glass. (laughs) Jar Jar, (laughs) yeah, Jar Jar, yeah. Um, I don't know uh, because you know I'm not putting it past them to do Gungans. So uh, no, I I would like Jar Jar if they do a Gungan arc, (laughs) if they do a Gungan part. Um, Also, uh, what I would like to see is um, Wookies joining the um, yeah, um, joining the Republic. Yeah, and, that would be amazing. And again, I think that's something that could be dealt with with a, even just a card product, couldn't it? Um, you know, that not not necessarily a whole new product and whole new sculpts because we have Wookiees, but um, you know, it, it's easily shortcutable if you see what I mean. So yeah, exactly. I, I do see that as a 
the future thing. And um, another thing our man behind the glass has just said yeah, is Yoda. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, this is when you start going through the cast and Clone Wars and, yeah, there's... Well, Ahsoka. You, Anakin, Ahsoka. you know, Ahsoka, yeah, then all the various Jedi. Um, that there is so much they can dig into there. I mean, even the the sort of Mandalore arc in that. Yeah. There, there is just so much. Um, I wonder if we'll see anything more from Rebels as well. Obviously, we've got Sabine, yeah. but maybe yeah. like Agent Callus, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, or could see any of them again. Yeah. Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor, I suppose. Grand Inquisitor would be quite Um, cool. The the other one going back, um, slightly back on my theory crafting of how they they push things. I wonder if they would ever cross over with uh, Fallen Order, because obviously Dimversio is uh, Battlefront, and she's in Battlefront Two, isn't it? Um, Yeah. So obviously the new guy in Fallen Order with his little droid. they they have made a black series action figure they have him. they've also made a funko pop of him yes they have yeah because um i did see the mandalorian ones perched next to him and i nearly ended up with lots of them but it didn't happen fortunately um <laughs> well i, I did end up with a funko pop for christmas which, so yeah started that problem but yeah um yeah, so, you know, could he see a Legion table? It wouldn't surprise me, because he is kind of a, you know, hidden Jedi um, outcast or escapee. So, yeah, yeah, in that sort of world of street crossing your medias and, and things, I wonder how much, um, you know, FFG are looking at the computer games and the like. Yeah, you've got to wonder also how long it's going to be before we see um, the resistance and the first order come. Yeah, Um, obviously now the the films are out there um, and and the saga is over, as they say. Um, uh, Yeah, back back to that, there's ultimately got to be some pressure from the powers that be for them to produce that, you know, while it's hot, if you like. Um, yeah. or as soon as possible afterwards so um, I, I certainly wouldn't be shocked if we saw them come out in the middle of the year and say there's there's going to be a you know first order resistance course or, that, or something yeah. um, and again I, I, I'd make the, the call well the thing like I said last time I wonder what that's going to do to the demographic of who plays yeah. Legion yeah no, that's the thing again isn't it it's another another age group potentially i suppose that um it might be grabbing more of so but yeah i mean you know we're just going through hundreds of things that they could do and i think probably most of them they will eventually if they uh they have their way i suppose because uh as always when you hear from them they are quite keen on what they're doing and uh, you know they never deny anything as it were so no uh, you know yeah um one, the one other one I, I don't think it will be but um they ever do something as crazy as the attack um thinking oh my god yeah. in armada you know um 
something you know ridiculous size because so, um, again going back to previous ffg streams they did talk about a, a sliding scale for things that are a bit too large and they were working on that a couple of months ago so you know thinking ahead to the amount of time between them working on something and releasing something you know second half of next year wouldn't be absurd but um, yeah, if they are up to something on along the lines of a, a huge mini um, and that probably would be the shout so. yeah so I think we've possibly uh, gone think through most of what we can do there yeah, in the definitely. Uh, future. And obviously, we will keep you up on the news as soon as we get it. So, uh, yeah. and obviously, we'll be watching out for all these events and whatnot and jumping on it as soon as we can. Um, now, I haven't actually seen, is there any live streams planned? I haven't seen a lot so i know there's an x-wing one early in january so yeah i haven't uh, seen anything yet planned Legion, so there must be one incoming when they get back to normal service so you have something to dig about then um but anyway that's that's our sort of review preview done um so we'll have a little chat on this week's this is the way about some imperial speeder bikes as it should always be the foundlings are the future this is the way this is the way this is the way radio so this is the way it's our unit focus section um and we're going through the various things you can get in both the core boxes to start with as we've done for a few episodes now um and this week it's the turn of the imperial 74z speeder bikes um also known as them speeder bikes from endor in return of the jedi if you prefer to go that way about it yeah. um all them speeder bikes from the Mandalorian. Oh, yes, I was about to go there as well, but I thought, no, I'm going to walk into spoilers here. Don't do it. But yeah, there's um, yeah, there's a bit of them in there as well. Um, a quite entertaining part with those actually. Yes. Uh, um, so obviously, first off, these things um, they were in the original um core set. There is also a box of them out separately, um, which does have a slightly different pose on the minis in it. Um, that's the difference. The cards the same. Um, I don't know on the upgrade cards if that, I think there's probably a exclusive one in there. Um, I'll be doing an unboxing for the channel soon, so I'll tell you in that one because um, yeah. I've got those to sort out. Um, but obviously, you know, either way you get them, um, you have a unit of two speeder bikes. Um, now, on your card, it would say 90 points. These it would. aren't 90 points anymore as of no. uh, the points update um, late. In September. Uh, September-ish, uh, 2019. Yeah. Um, these came down to 75 points for a pair, which massively helped. Um, 
I would say. Um, I've seen a few about again now. Um, and I suppose a lot of people have them because they're in a core box, so they do like to make use of them. They're, from my Imperial experience, a bit of a funny unit. Um, obviously very fast, quite fragile, can do decent damage, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but I'd say it is, it's all about the speed, really, and, um, and what you're doing as well. Obviously, if you're playing a breakthrough objective, they're going to be great if you sort of hold them back and bomb for the other deployment. At the end, it can work, you know, whereas your foot sloggers may not make it. So I think so they're that's... quite a good hammer unit as well. Although yeah. they're glass cannons, I think they're a really good sort of hammer unit for yeah. a style of play. Um, yeah, they definitely can be. Um, because... And a great flanking unit. Yeah. Um, suppose we'd better go through the card quickly before we go too far. Um, and they don't have a lot in the way of the, the keywords. I say the the points has dropped to seventy five, so we know that. Um, uh, there are two minis in the unit always. There's no way or means of changing that, so you will always have two of these guys. Um, they are a repulsor vehicle, which I'll come back to in a minute because that does have a few um, problems and bonuses. They have three health each, which isn't a great deal. Uh, they have a white save dice, so not amazing there. Um, they don't have to worry about damage. As, as a vehicle, they don't have courage, so they don't get suppressed. Um, but they don't have a damage threshold, so you're never going to have to roll dice when you take X amount of wounds, etc. Um, we surge to hit and we surge to block with speed three, which is obviously their perk. And we have two gun options. Um, the main one is the AX-20 blaster cannon, which is range one to three, red, black, white, and impact one. But this is a fixed front weapon, so your front arc only. Um, but we have an alternate option, which is the EC-17 Blaster, which is a range one to two and two black dice. Um, people have asked me, why on earth do they have that? And the truth in that is because the main gun is fixed front. So yeah. if you are in range two, you can shoot behind you with that lovely blaster, which can be quite useful depending on how things are panning out. Um, so that's the reason for that. In the keywords, we only have two things, which is cover one. So when you're defending against a range attack, improve your cover by one. And speeder one. So while you're moving, ignore terrain that is height one or lower. When you activate, perform a compulsory move. Yeah. Um, so, first up, um, the compulsory move bit. Um, have we covered that in anything else? We uh, haven't yet, mate, no. We haven't, no. Because no. we so, haven't done any repulsor vehicles. No, we haven't. generally where you find yeah, it. No, because the other ones have still got to be done as well. So, obviously, 
this is before your two actions. You have to make a speed three move with these guys. It's quite a long way. Um, so you, you've got to plan ahead a little bit as to where they're going to go. You can't sit them behind a building and make them stay there because this is a compulsory thing. You must do it. Um, so, and that's before your two actions. So potentially you could move three times, of course, you know, with your compulsory and to move, move. You can go hell of a long way. So, so that's your strength. Um, the the thing that comes to mind with me and from the experience is is them damn snipers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are yeah. the, they are the absolute bane of these things. Um and things with sharpshooter in general, because of obviously that takes away your natural cover you've got on your card. Um so so that's the sort of bugbear with them. Um, but they're not terrible. They're perfectly playable. People have had success with them at varying levels. Maybe not not high end so much, but um, doesn't mean they should be relegated to a shelf forever. Definitely not. Um, repulsor vehicle is something I was gonna talk about. Um, if you go to the current rules reference guide, one five one and look up repulsive vehicle, you will probably swear if you're like me, because you get to the page and it says, see vehicles on page 71. So <laughs> go to vehicles <laughs> on page 71, save yourself a couple of seconds. Um, under vehicles, obviously there's many bullet points about how vehicles work. Um, there are two subtypes, so repulsor and ground in which case Repulsor is what we're talking about today with speeder bikes. Um, ground would be something like an Occupier tank. Uh, well, ground ground uh, was what we did last time off. as well with the Absolutely. ATRT. With the ATRTs. Um, so, of course, it talks about resilience value, which isn't particularly relevant here because um, ours has a dash. Um, it explains that, obviously, vehicles are on the notched bases which we should know and obviously our movement tools go in the, the front notch etc um a repulsive vehicle though however as i go through the things here they are not allowed to reverse nope it's one thing to know um they they can pivot i believe is a they thing. can yeah that's it's right a, a 90 degree pivot it's not a yeah. full pivot um what i actually didn't know I found out um, it can't stand by. No, it can't perform no, the standby. No, I didn't actually know that. Um, uh, they also don't obscure other minis. No, or provide cover. Yeah, so you can't hide your infantry behind them. It, it won't help you there. Um, which is, they also cannot climb or clamber. No, um, which is pretty self-explanatory. See, they have that thing about ignoring height one so you know as long as you're declaring your terrain at the start you're you're fairly well all right there um they can be in a melee but cannot be engaged is the vehicle thing that correct some people may not know as well um, uh, they can move through troopers and vehicles yes and ground vehicles can move through repulsor vehicles 
Yeah. However, the repulsor vehicles moving through troopers and vehicles. When a repulsor vehicle mini's final movement position would overlap one or more trooper minis during a compulsory move, so that yeah. very first move, those minis are displaced. Yeah. And repulsor vehicles cannot displace troopers when performing any other move than a compulsory move. Mm. So unlike a ground vehicle, that if it was to move for a unit of troopers, it would displace those troopers. Um, repulsor vehicles don't do that. So you can't land on a set of troopers with your um, repulsor vehicle unless it's a compulsory move. Yeah. Um, and obviously, again, I would recommend you look up um, the compulsory move in the RRG because there's a hell of a lot of points on that as well. Because um, yeah. obviously there is the thing that you you must complete that compulsory move. If you can't because of a building, you take damage, isn't it? Um, which for these guys isn't good because they're so fast. So, um, you know. It, obviously, again, your heights of your buildings are going to come into play here. It's a bit of a, a sort of knowing, knowing the ins and outs of those things. Um, but you, if you're on a flat terrain, a flat board, you know you haven't got too much to worry about. Your your barricades and your little things, you you can zoom over um, to a general degree, isn't it? Um, yeah but yeah so you know like i say these things that they do struggle with the old snipers and the sharpshooter um, due to being fragile and a relative etc um so just going through the compulsory move section yeah the reference because i think it's, it's something we should yeah do, really. we probably should while we're here so it's on page 23 of the rules reference guide uh, and this is what it says. So a compulsory move is a standard move. A compulsory move is a move, not a move action, and therefore does not trigger abilities that occur mm. after move actions are performed and does not count against the unit's two, activation, two actions per activation. To perform a compulsory move, the unit performs a full move at its maximum speed, so you can't drop down, you have to go at your maximum. If it cannot do so, or if a full move would cause any part of the unit leader's base to be outside the battlefield, it can perform a partial move instead, ending its movement as far along the movement template as possible. If the unit performs a partial move in this way, the unit suffers a number of wounds equal to its maximum speed. Uh, if the unit leader ends this movement with any part of its base outside of the battlefield, the unit is defeated. Mm. A repulsor vehicle's final position after performing a move cannot overlap another unit unless it is performing a compulsory move. If it is performing a compulsory move, its final position can overlap trooper minis. If its final position after performing a compulsory move would overlap one or more trooper minis, those trooper minis are displaced. Troopers that are engaged cannot be displaced by a compulsory move. Um, if a repulsor vehicle's final position after performing a compulsory move would overlap an engaged trooper, it must perform a partial move instead. Yeah. Um, while performing a compulsory move, uh, if a unit's maximum speed is reduced due to the effects of difficult terrain, that unit is still considered to be performing a move at its maximum speed. Um 
when a unit performs a compulsion move, the bases of the minis in the unit can partially overhang ledges as long as each mini is stable and is not precariously placed. Yeah. If there is not six. enough room, yeah. If yeah. there is not enough room to place a unit leader's base on the surface that you, that the unit is moving onto, or in any mini's base, cannot be placed legally and maintain cohesion, that unit cannot complete the compulsory move. During the compulsory move, if a leader would end its movement on a piece of terrain, it would normally ignore due to the speeder X keyword or the repulsive vehicle unit type. It may shift backwards along the movement tool by a distance no greater than half the length of its base so that its base is able to be placed legally on the battlefield or terrain placed. If it may not do, it may not do so if the terrain is not ignored by the speeder X keyword or the repulsive vehicle unit type. And would cause a unit to be unable to complete the compulsory move. A unit leader's base may only be moved backwards along the movement tool. It cannot be moved forwards past the end of the movement tool. A unit leader's base cannot be moved back more than half the diameter of the base. A unit leader must still move as far along the movement tool as possible. It may move back only to allow its base to be placed legally and in a stable position on the battlefield or piece of terrain. And if the unit leader still cannot be legally placed on the battlefield, it moves as far along the movement tool as possible and takes damage equal to its speed for falling, uh, for failing to complete its mm. compulsory move. So That's there we go. Catch, yeah. Don't want to die. Is the no. Thing. But um, yeah, yeah. There is is a lot to to know about them for a, a what is a a core unit. A core unit, yeah. Um. So let's say again, yes, it's well worth looking into. Um, I suppose the other thing we haven't talked about there is the uh, um, comm slot. We have kind of covered this in places before, but that's the only upgrade these guys can have. Yeah. Um, so that's your, um, you know, your HQ uplink, your long range comic, your link targeting array. Um, and the other couple of options, but I think those those are probably the more preferable ones, maybe. I think so, um, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if we start long range comlink, um, you know, it's not bad on these guys because you know they're going to be speeding off, and they they could well get out of range for issuing orders. Um, so obviously that negates that because you could be issued an order anywhere you know regardless of range um the hq uplink again that's that's an exhaust thing but during the issue orders step of the command phase issue an order to yourself um again you know not millions of command cards are going to give you access to ordering your bikes so you might want to do this to make sure um Again, mileage will vary with that one, I think. Um, uh, and of course, the, the recent ones, the link targeting array, which would, would give the guys target one. So if you give them an order token, they would gain an aim token. Yeah. Which an aim token's not bad on on the bikes because of their dice. Um, you know, if they use the bike gun, there is a couple of white dice in there. So every roll's never gonna hurt um but that being said 
I think in most of the times I've played them, I've kept them as cheap as I could as a 75-point activation, really. Um, yeah. Uh, and just thinking the few times I've played against them comes to mind that most of the people did the same. Maybe, you know, not all, but nothing's jumping out at me. Um, no, I think most of the time people do actually take them as cheap as possible. I yeah. Think. The LTA is the one that I would probably put on yeah. them, if anything. Um, see, that's the, the most recent addition to the game as well. Yeah. So um, you sort of have a short time to to see. But I, I think there is that thing with them that it's, it's the whether you're getting the orders to them or just, you know, plonking your orders on other things, etc. Um, yeah, exactly. Obviously, the one thing we should add in here... Um, in the early days of Legion, um, the the kind of archetype, if you were going to run these, would be to run General Veers as your commander. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily essential, but I would say it's still beneficial just because of his command cards, especially um, evasive manoeuvres, which is his two-pip. Because um, yeah. obviously that gives orders to two vehicles. Um, and it allows them to use dodges against critical results. So you can spend a dodge and counsel a critical, um, which is quite nice for these guys because obviously they are quite flimsy and, you know, a critical would automatically be their cover one and it's a white save at the end of the day. So um, spending a dodge to, to block that can't be bad is my thinking um but yeah uh, anything to uh add from a rebel perspective on these simon have you had any run-ins with them or uh, plenty of run-ins yeah. with them especially at the local club because absolutely did yeah the slow grow league and a lot yeah. of people had them um target them with impunity as a rebel <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is literally yeah. all i will say um because yeah. if they get in your lines they are an absolute pain yeah just um, trouble and so doing, doing enough damage that it's gonna hurt your basic yeah. white save troopers especially um you know because they do surge they're they're gonna put a good few hits in um and they are so fast as well so they're, they are, they're gonna get here there and that's the thing it's the speed of yeah. them is just amazing yeah. Um, I, I think from the other side of the table, um, when I've done well with them, I would say that possibly my opponent has underestimated them quite often. Yes. Um, I, I would say that's quite a theme. Um, and they've ended up doing way more than was, was kind of expected, I suppose, is, is the theme, um. But yeah, certainly, obviously, in the higher echelons of play, the you know, the the worlds as it was last year, the the Invader League, you don't see too many of these guys out there because of um, you know, just just the risk of losing them so quickly, I suppose, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, you know, losing an activation is is not a not a good thing. Um, I think is the conclusion, but. Uh, but, you know, on, on the flip side from the hobby side, I would say they were one of 
probably the better models i you know i've had fun building and painting since legion come out really um i i did like them as a sort of model kit definitely um so i'll give them props there and even the alternative pose is quite nice as well um although it does give you a headache with who your leaders are and things like that but uh, yeah because it's um same it's a real like much, leaning it? pose yeah so it's you've got two guys both holding the handlebars and it's a bit a bit weird like that so mark your leader maybe or mark the base or something so good shout you've got the extra ones but um but yeah I, I think that shall do for this is the way this week right unless i've missed anything uh, i think that should cover the speed I think of that weights. should cover us mate yeah yeah ideal so um we're getting there we've just got a few events to find out about then we have yes so we'll go into the event section yep just as Kandoku predicted <laughs> so the events uh this is from the because this podcast is going to come out on the 3rd of january hopefully um I'm running the events from uh, basically the weekend after that uh, up until the 2nd of February. So the first event that's going to get a shout out this week is on the 18th of January, which is uh, Leodis Games in Leeds and their Star Wars Legion Prime Championship. So that's a, a time to go and possibly get yourself an invite over to Worlds. Um it's £20, 800 points, uh, three rounds and a cut to the top two, so which is the standard format for all the um, Prime Championships. On the 19th of January, we have at Beanie Games in Stockton-on-Tees, a little Star Wars Legion um, tournament. Uh, that is £6 for the day, and uh, again, 800 points. Um, the 26th of January next is the next event, which is Star Wars Legion Rebellion at Attrition Gaming in Eastleigh. Tickets for that are £15, and the format is 800 points and three rounds. Uh, and then on the 1st of February, we have uh, Paw, not a tournament, mm, yeah. but uh, our demoing at Paw, so we'll shout that out again. Yeah. Um, so we... The Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders, on behalf of Bobman Gaming Group, will be at uh, Poor Demoing Legion on the 1st of February. And on the 2nd of February is a Star Wars Legion skirmish tournament at Athena Games in Norfolk. It's three rounds, £5 entry, and they've got a Season 2 premium kit for that, which has got the Occupier tank and ah. the Landspeeder as the card. Nice. I believe. And uh, that is using the 500-point skirmish rules. So, cool. Nice to see that getting played. So. Yeah. So that, that certainly definitely interested me, that one. That is something that's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, like so, we'll be uh, down there at Paul and uh, demoing on the Saturday. So, yeah, have a look if you're at that one. Um, and our 
our little event down in and Bo- yeah the Bo- last Bo- one obviously is our event is the 29th of february and so it is yeah um and tickets really really will be up soon um final details and yeah we're good to go but yeah all set in stone so yeah we've got quite a lot to do in 2020 right i think so um we certainly have wrap up this week there um obviously by the time everyone gets to listen to this happy new year and you know we'll be here throughout 2020 i hope to uh bring you lots of exciting new legion news and you know getting out there playing more games hopefully traveling a bit further afield and uh seeing who we find along the way i guess so uh, yeah certainly something yeah. i'm hoping to do as well so yeah definitely rightio mate so um we'll wrap this one up there obviously you can check out um you know uh, all the different places um houseofchaos.co.uk for our youtube our twitch um all those things um obviously this podcast out on all the different uh medias generally on a friday day yeah um check out the legion discord yeah legion which will be discord. linked in the show notes yeah which is always 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 more stuff going on on there and um, if you guys have got any questions or any ideas for any segments that you'd like us to do or in the future anything you'd like us to cover on um tts or anything like that then the email is carl yeah scruffy podcast at gmail.com um again events and stuff as well if you want us to shout them out if you let us know as soon as possible there we can add that to the list um radio mate i think we'll knock that on the head for this week so um yeah have a good and safe new year and uh we will see you for many more episodes in 2020 so i've been carl i've been simon and we are the scruffy looking nerf herders and we will see you next time Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders is a House of Chaos production. Please visit houseofchaos.co.uk for more details.